There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 money line wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. Look, before we get into this new show, let me take out the time to thank you for checking out the Intro Dallas podcast. Whether it's your first time or you are a returning listener, I definitely appreciate you, and I just wanted to let you know that. Anyway, let's get into the new show. Let's go. doing my detailing business on the side Mm -hmm. um pandemic the pandemic kind of helped me realize where i wanted to be i knew already that i didn't want to consistently work for somebody else not necessarily working nine to five working nine to fives but me knowing as much as i knew about business i figured that i would love to be the person that received the profits of receiving the wages. Mm Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz, and you are listening to or watching the Intro Dallas. You're either listening to us on the Charlotte Underwood radio show, listening to the podcast, or you're watching this on our YouTube or social media as we broadcast live. Uh, today, I'm joined with, uh, how would you consider designer, creator, I, I like innovator? Creator. I like creator more. Creator. JR is in the house, and we're about to get into this interview. Don't go anywhere. Let's go. Uh, with Mr. JR from Exquisite Custom Creations. What's up, man? Thank you. How you doing? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm excited to finally have you here, man. So I've been waiting for this moment, man. Um, I love to highlight um, positive 
things positive people and uh after sitting down talking with you um i just i fell in love with the brand and everything that you stand for man tell us a little bit about yourself uh, so a little bit about me um like you said my name is jr i'm down here in texas now but originally from wisconsin milwaukee um yes the bucks they just won mm. um yeah i'm single father too i have my daughter down here with me and Mainly, I just focus on my business, trying to elevate my brand and work towards positivity. What uh, what made you come up with uh, Exquisite Customs? Um, it was actually Exquisite Custom Creations came from originally it derived from the word exquisite if you look up the word exquisite it is basically it, it, it's a more it's more of a profound thing um so exquisite more so meaning like a elegant elegant tasteful uh, but also it's almost like a symbol of perfection you hear exquisite you don't think of anything that's going to be low grade right so originally exquisite the name <coughs> behind my brand actually came from my first company my first company was a mobile detailing business okay exquisite touch okay mobile detailing um so when i opened my second business which was my custom apparel exquisite custom creations i debated a lot between going between that name and a different name but of course after talking to a few people Mm -hmm. they said well you got you got to keep the name common you got to almost franchise the name so i decided to go with exquisite custom creation uh what got you interested in uh fashion or design honestly um i used to have a hard time believe it or not with my detailing company finding people that could do my business shirts yes the way i wanted them to yeah and i thought this shouldn't be this hard for people Mm -hmm. like i i felt like there, there's got to be a way that this can be a much easier or seamless process. And then I woke up one day and I was like, what if I decide to learn how to do this? Yes. And I actually met a good friend of mine who was already in some of the custom apparel business, more so does it as a, as a side business, mm-hmm. kind of took me under her wing, taught me what to do. And from that point, I just started to learn more and more of the processes on my own and decided to launch a separate business behind it. I think for for, for me, uh, I got into it because I wanted, I needed a shirt made for, I want to say, NAACP, we were going to Vegas to cover the event and I needed a, a shirt made for the company so I could rep the company while I was out there. Gotcha. The man charged me $25 for one t-shirt. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm about to give you $25 for a t-shirt that literally just had a low let's just say it was the intro yep. I'm thinking I'm about to give you $25 for this what more can I do for myself how, how much more money can I make <laughs> if I do this myself and I discovered um, yeah the ability and it's as easy as just going on, on YouTube in a lot of cases yeah Especially when you start getting to your easy things like this, something like this would be easy. Yeah. As a logo, especially if you're just doing this small logo mm-hmm. on top of the shirt, I always try to tell people maximize. When people tell me what they want, I always ask, "Is that all you want on there?" Because mm-hmm. I know what I can do. Yeah. And I know the the shirt canvas is big. I mean, even currently, like the shirt I'm wearing now, I love it. I, I try to make it big. It's noticeable. Yeah. So I try to take up as much space as I possibly can and still make it look good. So you don't. See, I I do vinyl and that's about it for me for, for now. But you do pretty much I, I tell for you do everything. What do you do uh besides vinyl? So the processes that I use, I use um image transfers, which are white toner, white toner transfers, mm-hmm. which are basically printed image pressing it. Um I use vinyl as well, also do screen printing. So there's three ways, there's mainly six ways that most people produce shirts and I do three of them. Okay. I'm actually working on the other two now, but I'm one of them people. I have to learn it mm-hmm. before I decide I'm just, I'm going to push this and promote it. I have to learn it and perfect it. Cause I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. 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 How has the, uh, the pandemic situation either helped you or 
stifle the plan that you have for your 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 brand Ooh, now i can say the pandemic has probably helped a lot um when i started this second brand i was actually still working my regular nine to five uh while i was working my nine to five i was doing my detailing business on the side mm -hmm. um pandemic the pandemic kind of helped me realize where i wanted to be i knew already that i didn't want to consistently work for somebody else not yeah. necessarily working nine to five yeah. working nine to fives but me knowing as much as i knew about business i figured that i would love to be the person that received the profits over receiving the wages mm -hmm. and so that's just my mindset about everything going first profits over wages yeah so what is your uh, think back to the first the very 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 first anything that you made and you made it for somebody and they received it and they were like oh this is it this is exactly my vision take me back to that first feeling of the wow i I've, I've created this for somebody and they really really like it oh, i can remember my the first thing i made well i break down to the first thing i made was actually um my daughter is a real big fan of pikachu okay so the first shirt i made was for her okay and she's right there watching me do the whole thing and even though i did mess it up a few times mm -hmm. in the process yeah once i got it she was like wow and I think she still has the shirt. She can't fit it anymore. Yeah. She still has it to this day. And she's just like, wow, this is, this is exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I said, so to me, that, that's easy. Yeah. You give people what they want. Mm -hmm. I don't see what's so hard about that. Yeah. So I met you in an unlikely situation. <laughs> <laughs> but for me it turned out to be a very good situation because uh you're very approachable and in in business that's something that's really really important um how are you able to relate to practically everybody with no prejudice uh i'm really accepting about a lot of things like i don't believe in one thing over the other like i had a I had I've had the fortunate opportunity to meet different people of different not only ethnicities, different cultures, different religions. Mm -hmm. um, so with me knowing a little bit about those different people, those different types of people, of course, mm -hmm. it's, it's easy for me to relate a little bit with everybody. Yeah. I mean, my mom always told us you don't single anybody out mm -hmm. my my mom's two best friends when i was growing up were two white ladies and so i didn't really experience i want to say racism mm -hmm. until i became a teenager okay and that racism really only came from police okay so it wasn't until i became an adult that i realized some people don't have the same point of view as me and that's okay yeah but however you want to live your life it's your life your life doesn't affect me mm -hmm. and i keep that in mind but i'm also going to treat people as people right i'm not going to single anybody out or put anybody in a certain category i'm going to place you where you belong in my mind mm -hmm. and that opinion may be different of somebody else yeah. but from what my experiences are with you this is where i'm going to place you and that's just how i treat everybody yeah. And it definitely came across uh, very, very bold on the first day because uh, I really didn't talk to nobody that whole entire day at drunk bowling, but you. <laughs> um, and it kept, um, it left a, a mark on my mind. So I'm not going to lie. The next day I woke up. And I hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
I stalked you. <laughs> I, like, who was sitting? He was like, this nigga, whatever, whatever. So I was like, this guy really does good business. And right. it it made me want to know you because, um, you know, we, we have a lot of people that say they represent brands or they represent, but um, it's hard to find that consistent person or the credible person or a person that actually takes uh, takes pride in their work. How long does uh, do you study like to do something like like this or something more complicated? How like what's your study pattern? Uh, well, I probably study more than I work. Oh, wow. And I got that from a good mentor I had a few years ago. He said most people decide to, and I understand action is a big part of success. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong in that. But he always told me the, the man who sharpens his axe longer will be able to cut that tree down more efficiently than the person that just goes at it. Mm. And so that stuck with me. So I try to study, study, study. So most people, they they watch one video on YouTube. They feel like they can do something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch three or four of those videos mm-hmm. or however I find my information. I'm going to make sure that source is credible. Look for consistencies and then try it. Yeah. And then I'm going to do trial and error to tweak it to how I'd like to do it. Yeah. And that's just how I get my quality. What's the story with the lion on the back of your shirt? So the lion, it's it's funny. A mirror's on my phone, and I'm talking to you. That's that's <laughs> that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> so the lion actually came from. Well, my birthday is August 21st. I'm a Leo. Okay, and so I have a good friend of mine. He's like a brother to me. His name is Andrew, and me and him we go back and forth. You got to have people in your corner that aren't afraid to tell you about you. Facts. He's one of those people to me. So him being a Taurus, he's a bull and I'm a lion. So of course we go back and, back and forth, forth. Oh yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. But he said something one day in a conversation and it kind of stuck with me. And I don't even think he realizes it. He said, you're a lion with a big heart. Mm. He said, and you won't find that with most lions. So lion heart was the read was the, Originally, the name I was going to come up with for the business, which is actually currently the name of the unofficial brand that's under my company. Okay, But so I was looking for something to symbolize that a lion heart or heart of a lion, something of the sort. And originally I wanted something like my logo to be like a lion with the heart coming out of the chest. But everything that I kept having graphic designers come up with just seemed kind of corny or right. cliche to me and so i'm like well what if i have the lion face but then it's in the shape of a heart like the mane mm-hmm. it's in the shape of a heart so that's initially what i came up with as far as the logo for it and i stuck with that so even if you look at that logo now you see the lion face on the inside but then around the mane it's the shape i literally just noticed that <laughs> Wow. And it's subtle. Most people don't notice it, but I do have a few people once they see the, the name of the unofficial yeah. brand, they're like, I can see why I, I, I can I can catch it. That's dope. So who uh if there was one celebrity, let's just say he or she's watching this video or listening to this interview, one celebrity that you would love to be able to put your brand on, who would it be and why? Oh. Uh. I would probably have to say Charlemagne. It's got to be Charlemagne. I actually, I read both of his books, which I have yes. at home. And I have respect for him, who he is already from the radio show, because he's not afraid to tell his truth, good <sighs> or bad. Yeah. But then reading the first book. Black Privilege. Black Privilege. And I actually have an autographed copy mm. from him. I'm jealous, but okay. <laughs> Slightly. So reading that book, I just felt like he was so transparent. He was about everything. And so I would love to see him wearing my brand out of the respect that I have for mm-hmm. him, not as a radio host or celebrity, but as a person. Yeah. So I feel like he's definitely somebody who has the heart of a line. I uh I have both of the books, but 
for some reason, me sitting down reading the actual book mentally, I get lost in the sauce because I'm always working. So I have both of them on Audible. And I just love to hear him talk. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's something really, really deep or it's just some BS, it's always <laughs> interesting when it comes from Charlemagne. Always. Yeah. Um, with your design, uh, with your, your brand, where do you see yourself going in the future with this? Um, I would like to be nationwide brand, but I don't want to just be another company out there that's just producing just to make money i remember when i was growing up and especially in my teenage and early adult years you know how you would go and find some shoes or something of the sort but then you got to try to find something to match Mm -hmm. with it yeah and so the reason why i wanted to do everything custom is because it gives more power to the consumer Mm -hmm. so if you see a design you like you should be able to customize that the way you like. Mm-hmm. So instead of me just having this design with only these colors available, how about you pick the colors you like? No. Yeah. Most brands don't even allow you to do that. Facts. So you, you get whatever you see. Exactly. Yeah. And I just wanted to put more hand, more power in the hands of the consumer. That way you feel like it's more so your product versus mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, because I kind of sort of dibble and dabble in the... Uh, whole design thing i know that it's time consuming mm-hmm. how are you able to be successful in this also i, I, I like that you might not leave with it um <laughs> you're able to be successful in your design then you you work and then you're a father uh you make it out to these get-togethers with a, a mirror shout out to a mirror need to feed how do uh what how do you take your your time to just say okay today is just me Oh, that's a tough one because I don't get many days Mm -hmm. like that, honestly. Um, But I at least I try to tell everybody I'm closed on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Sunday is my day to do what I want to do. I don't do any business. My business can be backed up. If it's Sunday, I'm not working Yeah, because I have to take that time for myself mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. so regardless if it's me sitting at home doing something with my daughter or even just taking a day to just be alone and not be bothered Mm -hmm. you have to have that space and that time for yourself Mm -hmm. other than that i'm a chicken with a head cut off so when you're not working what do you do for fun um well what i just did this past sunday i went to the gun range Yes, you did. I'm I'm a owner. Saw that of, on Facebook. I'm a owner of a few guns, so I like to shoot. I like to practice my craft at that. Um, I like to skate. Okay. Um, I have not been skating since. Oh my God, 2003, 2004. <laughs> it had been like that for me for a few years. I mean, I, I want to say I, I started back skating maybe four years ago. Okay. So is it roller skating, ice skating? Roller skating. Okay. okay. I'm still a little leery about ice skating. Honestly, I've seen too many injuries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with ice skates. But yeah, roller skating is it's my thing. And I try to teach myself techniques. So getting pretty good. Yeah. So far at the last four years. But um, yeah, things like that. And then I like to just create. My problem is my mind doesn't know how to shut down sometimes. Uh, yeah. So I have to jot down everything. Mm-hmm. If I don't jot it down, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why like when I'm sleeping, it's like I see myself working while I'm sleeping. Yep. So I'm really not sleeping type situation. Yep. And it's irritating because then when I, when I wake up, I can't remember anything that I actually dreamed about. So what I started doing was actually... I keep my notepad. There's probably about 30 things in here right now Mm -hmm. that I need to actually put out. But in the middle of the night, when I have those dreams or visions, Mm -hmm. I jot them down quickly. And then I go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, it's gone forever, like you said. Yeah. So that's just how I I, I keep going. Like, I keep these ideas coming out of my mind. So I I, I jot them down. And then later on, I'll get to them. And I don't work on everything as a whole in that one moment i might work on a little bit here and then come back to it there but 
from what I've noticed, is that's how a lot of good craftsmen work. Either builders, even even mm-hmm. rappers with verses, they'll work on something a little bit and then come back to it later. So you just got to keep on perfecting what you're working on. Yeah. So I know that uh, you do custom apparel for people, but I want to know when is your line your 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 baby when is that coming out the actual brand uh it was originally set to release this saturday but i did have some hiccups mm-hmm. with that um so currently i don't have a specific date but be looking out for lionheart to be coming out within the next few months okay dopeness he and you'll be right back here showing some stuff and uh letting people know about that uh a little bit off the topic um positive black man mm-hmm. um soft on the eye why is it important to instill that in your kids now mm-hmm. as opposed to waiting until they get older because of course kids are sponges they soak up everything that they see so it's not just important for them to see it as an adult like myself i never had a a a big father figure in my life until i was at least a teenager Mm -hmm. um so i was definitely misguided Mm -hmm. i did a lot of things the wrong way and i didn't have somebody to tell me either this is wrong or these are just things you probably shouldn't do so with my kids to this day i just had this conversation with my son just trying to give that guidance regardless of what they decide to choose and which way they decide to go in their life Mm -hmm. just trying to give them some insight and some direction on what they should do just because i didn't have it yeah i was a lost cause yeah if you if you know me from my past you would know a complete different version of the person you wow. see in front of you. And most people, people that know me today don't believe that. But then the people that know me from when I was younger, they can't believe that. That you hear now. Yeah. So it, it's important to have those father figures. There's probably two men right now in my life that I consider to be. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply father figures and of course they know who they are i show them my appreciation mm-hmm. on a consistent basis even though they're not fathers to me these are probably the two most influential father type figures that i've had in my life and the differences it shows mm-hmm. the different is the, the different shows within the outcomes when you have somebody that's pushing you supporting you and hoping that you get to your next level yes not even for selfish reasons they, they don't get any benefit of it at all it it just makes you act and respond a different way mm-hmm. um along the same same line um you're very fashionable thank you i haven't seen you at a low point since i met you whether it's face to face or on social media um why is the appearance your dress um your scent, your haircut. Why is uh, why is that as important as it is to you? Um, I mean, besides the obvious, but whenever we're living in a world where you know the sagging is the end thing to do and all this other crap, I've never seen you in that kind of situation. And I was kind of surprised this past weekend whenever you was like you was gonna play volleyball, but you was like real nice and crisp with a white shirt on. I was like, nah. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen <laughs> i don't see that happening at all but your presentation um is important to you why uh, well presentation is always important and that's more of a belief in a higher power mm-hmm. now 
anybody who knows me, I don't have any certain set religion. I believe that there is a higher power. I don't know exactly what that higher power is because, like I said, I've studied these different religions. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that there, that higher power is out there. But I also believe that representation of yourself is important, um, especially us as black people and especially black men. We need to be represented and carried in a positive light by any means necessary mm-hmm. because my opinion we're already pretty much at the bottom yes. of the totem pole and people like to say this black women i disagree with that because we're much more disrespected as black men than the black women are and it's it's sad to say that in 2021 that that is the case but the goal behind it is to just make sure we're not seen we're not viewed as those violent or those heartless Mm -hmm. or mindless people that we're portrayed in movies tv and even music these days there's much more to us than what people think there is Mm -hmm. and i don't want to fall into that stereotype that he's one of those mindless selfless or selfish Mm -hmm. creatures so that's why appearance is, of course, important. I don't, me, I had a stepbrother growing up and he passed when I was eight. Okay. But he went to jail and he told me what it meant yeah. to sag your pants. And from that day, I just never did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not <laughs> what I do. Right. It's, it's just not me. So. I really didn't understand. Now, back in the, the 90s, early 2000s, I might have wore my pants a couple sizes too big, mm-hmm. but I was never the one to sag. So part of it comes from that. Part of it comes from my upbringing, my, my upbringing which I'm not going to speak on out loud because that incriminates me and a couple mm. other people. But you can't do certain things yeah. with your pants below your waist. This is, this is facts. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel it. I feel you. I kind of sort of know where you're going. Okay, okay. Um, I enjoy the fact that uh, you are face to face who you are on social media. Because um, there's so many people who are the total opposite. First and foremost, tell people where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me on social media. Personal page is JR Full Love. Um, you can find my business at Exquisite Custom Creations on Facebook and Instagram. Also on TikTok as well. Um, but with me, it's I just try to be myself. I'm The way I was brought up is I... I have a hard time being somebody else. Yeah. Being fake is so much energy to me. And I don't care if it's business or personal. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act a certain way to appease to you if that's not me. Yeah. And I feel like that's where a lot of these business owners, they come out years after and then you find out that they were some type of prejudice or racist because mm-hmm. they held it in for so long. Yeah. They can't take it anymore. Yeah. So it, it just, just explodes. explodes. Exactly. Yeah. So... I just try to be myself in all ways or form. And it doesn't matter if you agree with it or not because it's not your life. It's yeah. mine. It's, and it's, it's hard for me. It's hard to be fake because my memory ain't that good. And you have to remember everything you do or say just in case if it's bought up again. Yep. So it's better that you just be. Just be truthful. Yeah. Because more likely you'll remember that. And if you don't remember, you know you weren't lying about it. So when somebody bring it back up, it's not something that you have to think about. Right. Because it's it's you. Right. Definitely. Um, I see you have on a, a Black Lives Matter shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we'll ever be out of the police violence and things like that. But as a Black man, how and and the climate that we're living in now, how does it make you feel? The Black Lives Matter movement itself or just everything that's going on? Just that... everything that's going on in general. Okay, so I'm at a partial agreeance with you in saying that it's not going to end. I believe it's going to take a lot of work. Okay. But if you think about it, back in the 60s, 
when Martin Luther King was talking about a lot of equality, he didn't think that we will be where we are today. Facts. So did it not take a lot of work for us to get where we are? Yes, mm. but definitely possible. He's one of those people. I feel like he dreamt bigger than himself. Mm -hmm. And they always say, if you want something, your goal has to be past what you want. Your vision has to be so big that it scares you. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that's what his dream was in that moment. So I believe that the Black Lives Matter movement itself, it's doing a lot of good things to the point where now there's a lot of awareness behind what happens. Mm -hmm. Most people are going to pull out a cell phone and record right away if they feel something yep. is coming, where originally things would just happen and you would have to hear about it. And if nobody had that video, it's a hit or miss if they believe yes. you or not. Facts. I mean, the George Floyd case recently shows proof of a little bit of progress mm -hmm. that we've made so far. Had those people not stepped in to record and not only record, but some of them even tried to get the police off of yeah. Floyd. And I feel like if those people weren't there, that entire situation could have went unnoticed. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I feel like the entire movement behind Black Lives Matter, just showing that not that we're better or worse than anybody else, but that we matter as people. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing to shoot for. And I don't think that that's unattainable at all. So you, you were talking about uh, dreaming bigger than w where you are. What's your dream? Hey, what's up, everybody? Now that you all are listening to the Intro Dallas podcast, do me a favor and follow us on social media. On Facebook, you can follow us at the Intro Dallas Podcast, or you can follow our radio station at Spotlight Radio The Light. On Twitter, you can find us at SMG Officially, and Instagram is the same, SMG Officially. So you guys to follow us so that you can be kept up to date with everything that's going on. And you can download our app right now for Spotlight Media Group simply by going to www.ilovethespotlight.com. Let's get back to the show. My big dream. Ooh. Freedom. Yeah. Not even just as, as, as a whole, like for the entire world or country. I, I do believe love is the main ingredient for a lot of things, but mm -hmm. world peace is attainable, but mainly peace for us as people. And I mean, I, I mean, not only physical peace, but emotional peace. Mm -hmm as well a lot of us don't focus on mental health mm -hmm. which if you do if you do a little background on me which you might not believe i actually went through depression mm. uh, and it's not something that ever just goes away fully yeah it still lingers in the background and sometimes it's like a roller coaster mm -hmm. um there there's high points and those low points it's just how you react to them and how you deal with them mm -hmm. how did you uh or how are you dealing with your depression? Um, I did go to therapy. Um, I want to say a couple years back when I was at one of my very lowest points mm -hmm. of depression. But I keep things around me to remind me of my progress mm -hmm. and that things are not so bad and that they could be worse. Yeah. Also, try to humble myself and keep in mind that at any moment, Things can go back to where they were yes. before yes. if you don't stay on top of your game. Yeah. And it's a constant battle, but definitely a battle worth continuing to fight for. Because, you know, people look at people would look at at you and just figure that you just have it all worked out. You got it all together. Oh, no, definitely the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. That's I, amazing. I, I deal with things as well. I'm I'm a normal person, but it's how you react and how you respond to those things that, that determine what the next step in your life is going to be. Milwaukee to Texas. That's a jump. That is a jump. It's literally a thousand miles away. Jesus literally. Christ. <laughs> what, uh, what, what made you want to do that cultural shock? Um, well, I have another buddy of mine. He's like a brother to me. He's been in Texas since 2012. Okay. And so maybe since 2014, I came down once a year mm -hmm. to come and visit him, mainly around his birthday when it's a little warmer out, uh, like 
beginning mid spring okay. around that time and, and we're in like about mid hell right now but right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was never a bad experience it was always a pleasant experience like it's almost a culture shock going from wisconsin to texas and people don't believe that until you go to wisconsin okay and me just telling people about wisconsin the response i get from most people is why does anybody live there and I hate to answer the question sometimes because, mm-hmm. of course, there's people still there. Yeah. Like, there's, it's not like it's this big, bad place or anything, but it's just. But you never different. really hear about anything that's going on up there. You're right. And this championship is probably the most positive thing that's come out of the city and the state in a long time. Wow. So, just, just a complete culture shock. Like, and it's anywhere in the north my opinion mm-hmm. because there are people here that i know from new york and they say the same thing the people up north they they just have a different attitude a different vibe about things versus in the south especially in texas where especially the dallas area is more so one big melting pot you can see a little yeah. bit of everyone yeah. here in the dallas forward area versus up north you see the segregation even still mm-hmm. to this day and it may not be a planned thing. I'm not 100% sure. There's books and research behind that, that mm-hmm. I won't get into. But you can just see the difference in the attitude in people in the South and people in the North. So I was always told when I was up North, even in high school, so you act like somebody from down South. <laughs> so once I got to the point where I just had enough with the North, I decided to make my this way, way this way. And I've been loving it ever since. Now you're making me want to see what Wisconsin is about. <laughs> so I got to ask you, since, since you already then kind of talked about it, are we going to make you a Dallas Cowboy fan? Nope. God, you answered that way too <laughs> Not- fast. Way too fast. <laughs> now, granted, Cowboys have a good team. Okay. I, I do respect them for that. But I'm always gonna be a cheese and I'm a Packer fan from, okay. from, from day one. I'm 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 gonna die a Packer fan. It, it's just my team. Mm-hmm. I recently, I'm not even gonna say all the time, because Bucks had horrible teams in the past. Okay. I recently became a Bucks fan, not even more so a Bucks fan, but a Giannis fan. Okay. Just because of everything that he does and he stands for. Like I said, I, I don't I'm not really a bandwagoner. But once I know people for once I see people for what they are behind their profession mm-hmm. is when I give them that other level of respect. I'm not sure if you know about it, but he's actually he was one of the leaders in one of the Black Lives Matter protests up north. Oh, wow. OK. And he tries his best to walk around as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. He just wants to be a normal society. He's yeah. not like a big Hollywood celebrity, celebrity type, like, yeah. in his mind, no, it's like he wants to be the greatest at what he does, but he also just wants to be accepted as a human. Mm-hmm. He wants to live a normal life just like everybody else. Yeah. So I I respect the man for that. Did you ever play any sports? Because you 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 got the build for it. Um, I briefly played football. Okay. I say briefly because, and coach is probably still mad at me to this day, but. Uh, <laughs> When I was in high school, I played a little bit of football. Um, actually didn't even make it into the season. Oh wow. Because growing up, um in my mind, like when, the way I grew up, we didn't have much. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I need to make this money. Yeah. And when I was presented to play football, they talked about scholarships and whatnot for college. Mm-hmm. But me working a job or some type of side hustle just overshadowed that. Yeah. Once I started working a job and I started the little side hustle I was doing back then, I was like, yeah, football. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to help me, dude. Like, I need this now. Yeah. When, when, especially when you're a kid, you don't come from much, you see a little bit of something. You want to focus on that something versus what might happen in the future. So I just gravitated towards that. So I, we almost done. I'm gonna let you go in about two or two or three hours. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I I still I'm sitting here and <laughs> hang with you all day, man. I love you. How uh, how important has education played in your life? Because I listen to you talk. I see your work ethic. Uh, highly intelligent young man. How important uh, or where did education start to play a role? Because you reading these books or whatever 
how did all of this come about for you? Ooh, trial and error, honestly. Um, I had people telling me I should go to college and whatnot. And the entire time I really thought college just wasn't my thing. Mm -hmm. And I went to college my first year and I went for double major, uh, electrical engineering, computer science. Money and money. Right. But I, I was always a tech head. I mean, even still to this day, I'm yeah. a tech head. So I went my first year and I had a scholarship the first year. So between scholarships and I think I had maybe one small loan. So I didn't get the big burden of like thousands of dollars in debt that most yeah. people have today. Yeah, I think uh, they'll never pay off. Right. And But I'm also a firm believer in karma and that all things happen for a reason. So in my first year, uh, I lost my scholarship. So after I completed my first year, uh, I, I said I was going to take a break, kind of step back, figure out what it is that I wanted to do, and then revisit the college experience later on. Mm -hmm. And so since me and those 40 other students lost scholarship, because it wasn't a grades thing mm -hmm. or anything like that, it was just the company that gave us scholarships lost their funding okay so we all lost our scholarships because of that and i felt like well this happened for a reason mm -hmm. so i kind of went out and started working trying to rediscover myself i started working to save up so i could go back to school mm -hmm. this time maybe i'll pick something more so what i wanted to do because once i realized that electrical engineering wasn't my big thing because it requires a lot of math which i was never good at Ooh. oh me neither uh, <laughs> me neither at all <laughs> So I tried to navigate in the world without that education. Mm -hmm. And the question I was always asked by any job or corporation was, did you go back and finish? Mm -hmm. Or do you have that degree? And the answer was always no, because I never finished. Mm -hmm. So I actually went back to school twice. Uh, went back for auto mechanics. Okay. And to me, that was easy. I always watched my uncle fix on my car. So right. some of the stuff I do already. Um, so went back to school for that and then realized once I had any type of degree under my belt that people just look at you a little differently. Yes, they do. So with that being said, I just started to kind of self-educate myself. If it was something I wanted to learn I would figure out what books to get mm -hmm. and learn it or take a class mm -hmm. on it. So most of my intelligence comes from me just being curious. Yeah. <laughs> I I think that's the same with me. I'm, I'm a techie person just because growing up, we couldn't afford all the nice stuff. Yeah. So we would get the older, outdated stuff and I would literally take it apart. Yep. Even like TVs and I, my mom used to beat the hell out of me. I would take everything apart just to see if I could put it back together again. Ooh, now, I have a funny story about that because I put stuff back together because I broke it. Wow. <laughs> I had a bad temper problem. Oh, wow. Kid. I know. I, it still lingers to this day, but my temper back when I was a kid used to be horrible. Mm -hmm. So I was the kid that would knock stuff over. Yeah, and I'm glad my kids aren't like this today because I would probably, I would like fire under them if they were. Yeah. But I was the kid that when I got upset, something was getting broke. Mm -hmm. I broke TVs. I broke VCRs back then. I broke almost anything electrical. Yeah, back then. But I knew once I had my tantrum. That it had to get fixed before my mama got, got home. home. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I had to learn how to put the stuff back together. Now, it will work for the most part the same, but there'll be something that's different. Mm -hmm. And someone, she would always notice something was different. Yeah. And she would just look at me. She probably don't know exactly what happened, but she knows but something she happened. She knows something happened, and I had something to do with it yeah. because. Why is this flap now? The flap on the VCR don't work the same as it did before. Mm -hmm. Or you get to a certain part and VCR would get hot. 
it didn't get hot before. It didn't get hot before. It was because I took the, because I broke the belt from one of the from one Jesus of the, 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 the gears on there, and I replaced it with a rubber band. <laughs> so it's not gonna have the same effect. I was a mischievous kid. I see growing this. up, so I had to learn how not to get my ass beat. <laughs> I remember, man, speaking of whoopings, like, I didn't get regular whoopings. I got the whoopings where my mom would send you out to the tree. And cut your own switch. Yeah, and if it wasn't enough, go back and get another one. And not only, it got to be long enough, it got to be them thin ones. Yep. If you cut it too thick, she's like, nah, go get another one. Yeah. You got to hear that yep. when it come by. Otherwise, she's sending you back out there. Yeah, I was that kid. I got a lot of whoopings. Kids today will never understand that. And the one thing that parents used to say that I never understood is this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. And it does. It does. Me being a parent now. Now you see. I see exactly what them because it's like you don't want to do it. As a parent, you never want to hurt your kids, but it's like you need to learn yeah. that this is not the appropriate way to do things. So luckily, I don't really have I got two great kids, by the way, who are free thinkers and I love it mm-hmm. because they don't feel like they have to follow anybody. I love that. But I don't really have that problem with my kids. So I can't say I've had the problem child experience. They yeah. say your kids are either gonna be ten times worse than you or, or ten, ten times, times better. better. And I feel like mine are ten times better than I was. I think I think we need to pay a visit to Wisconsin so I can get some backstory <laughs> on you now, because I, I I would have never seen you being the, the, the problem child just by what you present. I, I just couldn't see it, man. Uh, I definitely I so enjoyed uh, you being here today. Once again, tell everybody where they can find out information on you on social media. I'll say uh, social media: um, Facebook, Jr. Full of uh, Instagram, Mister By Coastal. Um, both for my business are both exquisite custom creations at Facebook and Instagram and TikTok as well. Um, and of course, the number on my business card, which anybody can always feel free to text me, is 214-736-7482. Um, I'm, I'm a people person, so I always tell people, um, if it's something that you want from me specifically, don't hesitate to ask because my curiosity is I'm going to try to make exactly what it is Mm -hmm. that you wanted. Hey, thanks for listening to today's show. But before you leave, I need you to do me one favor. Subscribe to the podcast right fast. No, like seriously, click that button right there. That's it right there. Click that button right there. Also, I need you to follow us on uh, social media. For Facebook, you can just follow us at the Intro Dallas Podcast. And on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow us at SMG Officially. Don't forget you can follow our gospel radio station, Spotlight Radio The Light, on Facebook under Spotlight Radio The Light. Gospel radio station, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have more shows in the future coming, but we really want to know what you think about what we are doing. So on any of those platforms, let us know what you think about our shows and what you want to hear or if you have a topic you would like us to discuss let us know and we'll make it happen for you thanks again for listening to today's show nothing feels more like summer than bare feet on freshly cut grass and this memorial day the home depot has savings on all the things you need to get your lawn in shoeless shape get hassle-free cutting trimming and cleaning power with cordless lawn tools from ryobi Whatever your lawn needs, we have tools to get the job done that won't leave you tangled up. So what are you waiting for? It's time to feel the grass between your toes. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.